the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, there is a lot that's interesting in the mayor of Columbus's proposal to stop a third straight weekend of street violence in the short north, and we will delve into all of it for you today here on a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on 98.9 The Answer and on 94.5 The Answer in Dayton. There is a little bit of breaking news. Joe Biden is in Japan, where he apparently said that he is a supporter of training Ukrainian pilots to fly F-16 fighter jets. Now, you might say, wait a second, didn't he say at one point that Ukraine couldn't have F-16 fighter jets? Yes, he did, because he said that would escalate the war against Russia and would lead to World War III. Didn't he say that, you know, we wouldn't have troops on the ground? Yeah, he did. That doesn't mean they'll be on the ground. But I don't know whether this is a change in uh, Biden's policy toward Ukraine or if this is a walk back that will be coming. That happened just moments ago. We'll stand by and give the details on what, if anything, the White House says to correct the uh, doddering, failing excuse for a president that we have. But let's start with the uh, failing excuse we have for a mayor, uh, Andrew Ginther, and uh, for a uh, law enforcement arm of the city, Law Director Zach Klein, Chief of Police Elaine Bryant. Uh, Big press conference yesterday. We've had two straight violent weekends in the short north two weeks ago. Ten people shot. Last week, more gunfire. A guy in his 20s murdered. So Andrew Ginther's solution is everybody needs to go home earlier and get to bed. That is Andrew Ginther's solution. So he is asking, because he can't force businesses in the area to close at midnight. But he can issue an executive order, and he will, that will mandate food carts shut down at midnight. Now you say, wait a second, didn't he just mandate that food carts have to shut down at 2.30? Yes, he did. So I don't know, it does seem strange that a man of uh, Andrew Ginther's, hmm, I always say kindly, profile would be shutting down food carts. But when it comes to accountability, responsibility for what's going on in Columbus, I guess uh, going without a hot dog at midnight is preferable to being in the crosshairs of the pesky media and talk show hosts asking questions about why an area like the Short North, which is certainly one of the things that the city of Columbus holds up as a crown jewel of development, arts, entertainment, restaurants, everything that's great about Columbus, except hmm, when crime intrudes And a bunch of people get shot and windows in restaurants get hit by gunfire and people end up dead. Well, that kind of takes a little bit of the starch out of the narrative that the short north is the place to be. So the mayor yesterday, along with the chief of police, along with the law director, uh, 
announced that they're going to put up cameras and lights and they're going to have more police on duty this weekend. And some of this is uh, kind of window dressing. And some of it is confirmation of what I've been saying for a long time, which is if you want to stop crime, you punish crime when it occurs. Now, the city has not been very good at that, very interested in that. It's hard to be good at it if you're not interested in it. They have not been interested in it, so they have not been good at it. But now they're getting more interested in it. And what's interesting to me is that two weekends of violence in the short north brings all the politicos from City Hall up to, what is it, Poplar Park, where they held their press conference yesterday. But if we went back in the not-so-way-back machine at all, how many consecutive, not just weekends, but weeks, do we have violence on the streets of Linden and Franklinton and the Hilltop? And when that losing streak reaches 10 weekends, 20 weekends, 50 weekends, years, why don't we ever get any marshalling of resources, half a million dollars in funding from city council and other area initiatives, new lights, new cameras, cops on the street, personal leave canceled. Why is it only important to end what is a trend of violence in the short north after two weeks? Why is that such a priority when we've had this kind of, or worse, violence in other areas of our city for a very, very long time. On the watch of the same mayor, on the watch of the same chief of police, on the watch of the same law director. It would almost seem as if the mayor, the chief of police, and the law director are prioritizing certain areas of the city over other areas of the city. And if I lived in an area of the city where there was violence routinely, and I didn't get lights, and I didn't get cameras, and I didn't get a mayoral press conference, and all the platitudes about it's time for us to take a clear, strong, and united stand against gun violence in the streets of Columbus. No, no, no. No, actually, Mayor Ginther, it's been past time, way past time, for you to take clear, strong, and united stands against gun violence in the streets of Columbus, because you're saying this and applying it to the city as a whole, when really it only applies to the short north, because there are businesses, and there's an art scene, and don't kid yourself, a lot of LGBTQ people in the short north, which compel Andrew Ginther to do something while he has essentially done nothing throughout his administration to make Linden the Hilltop, the Near East Side, Franklinton, to make any of them safer. Not by contrast with what he's willing to do in the short north. So Chief Bryant yesterday, uh, bringing Detroit law and order to Columbus, uh, said that 
Between the hours of 8 and 4 a.m., officers will have an increased presence in cruisers, on bicycles, and on foot in the short north, and extra lighting will be placed in certain areas. And indeed, the uh, Fraternal Order of Police confirms that all personal time off requests for officers working the second or third shifts have been canceled so that they can provide additional staffing in the short north. And they're not going to let you park on the street. If you park on the street between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m. on Friday or Saturday night, anywhere between East Goodale and West 5th, you're going to get towed. And they're going to be more vigilant in enforcing their curfew with kids who are aged 13 to 17 if they see them out on the street after midnight. And here's what Chief Bryant said, your chief of police. Violence in the short north or anywhere, it will stop. No, it won't. We will track you through data, targeted enforcement, and we will put resources where violence is most likely to occur. Now, let's say for a second that she's telling the truth, that they will put resources where violence is most likely to occur. What would you bet? Is violence most likely to occur in the short north this weekend? Yeah, maybe. Or if I had to give you odds, would you take the short north over Linden? Would you take the short north over the hilltop? Would you take the short? Here's my point. We've had two weekends of violence in the short north. I know there's a lot of people. There's a lot of a lot of money on people's. You know, I get it. But now that you've advertised what you're going to do and how you're going to step it up, the activities that are taking place in the short north are probably going to move to other areas of the city, and you're going to be chasing it. This is a whack-a-mole strategy. Now, maybe you don't care. There's a distinct possibility you don't care, Mr. Mayor, because you didn't care when it was happening before. Record murder rate 2021, record murder rate 2020, you were mayor both went down in 2022, and you were like, look, a 30% drop in murders. Well, you're ahead of last year's pace by a lot right now. So you're trying to act like you really have everything all figured out. But the clear takeaway is you are playing whack-a-mole. Now, City Attorney Zach Klein said that anybody who acts up stages one of these street takeover things, drag racing and all of that, uh, they're going to come down hard on you. Which I find really, really interesting. Because I remember when police announced an initiative to get rid of car thefts in the city. Do you remember that? It was called Operation Game Over. And the juvenile court judges protested that because they said it was racist because too many of the people stealing cars were black. Now there's a thing called Operation Burnout. And the judges are not opposing that. That tells us a lot. What does it tell us? I'll tell you next. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther would like you to know that it is past your bedtime, Columbus, when it comes to a Friday and Saturday night in the short north. If you would like to uh, go out for dinner or go to a bar 
Uh, I don't know. It's been it's been decades, and I never really was a bar hopping type of person. But it's been decades since I was engaged in that. But it's kind of my impression that that really doesn't get going until after midnight. You know, it's kind of a reverse Cinderella effect. But Andrew Ginther wants, he can't make you, but he wants the restaurants and bars and everybody to close at midnight. He wants everybody home and in bed. In fact, he said, my mama told me nothing good happens after midnight. Apparently, Andrew Ginther was not a devotee of Jim Trestle, who I believe used to say nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. Well, Andrew Ginther wants to close all the establishments in the short north. And one of the things that often happens when a bunch of people are out after midnight, at least here in Columbus lately, are street takeovers. Kids, cars, they do burnouts, they do all this stuff. So part of cracking down on the violence the last two weekends in the short north is for city attorney Zach Klein to issue a warning that Anybody who engages in illegal street takeovers, street racing, drag racing, or the like, will receive, listen closely, no plea bargain if they are arrested and charged with a crime. Suspects will be required to pay court costs and fines, and their vehicles will be impounded and held as evidence while the cases are pending. Now you say, why did you say pay attention, Bruce? Because... That sounds an awful lot to me like punishment. That sounds an awful lot to me like accountability for actions, which are age-old principles. And the reason why they are age-old principles is because they are tried-and-true principles. And the reason why they are tried-and-true principles is because when principles don't work, you get rid of them, like plea bargains and not impounding cars and not keeping people in prison, which is what the city of Columbus has been doing with its youth criminals, at least as long as I've been doing this talk show, because I've been railing about it ever since I first punched the microphone on here. Zach Klein is telling you, without telling you, everything we've done before has been an utter failure. And so we are going to start doing All the things that anybody with a shred of common sense could tell you will actually work. It worked in New York with Rudy Giuliani and Broken Windows Policing. It works everywhere. Right now when you see homelessness and drug use out in the open and every other indicator of a society spinning ever faster down the drain... What you are seeing is the escalation of policies that Zach Klein and his fellow Democrats in the city administration, which is every single person, you are seeing an escalation of the policies that they have tried because they are sensitive to the fact that people have been marginalized and they just haven't been given the right breaks in life. People are born with an innate sense of right and wrong. The Bible says God has placed his truth in every human heart. I have said it is not hard to stay out of the back of a police car, but sometimes when your friends are doing things, you have to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Don't want to get in trouble. But then, of course, if you don't get in trouble, if the people who do it and get caught don't get in trouble, it kind of neuters your argument. So I welcome Zach Klein coming back over to the side of the fence that I'm on, which is to say, 
the side of the fence where things work, the side of the fence with common sense and logic. And Zach says of these new policies, we are not messing around because this threatens every single person across the city of Columbus. I will take that, Mr. Klein, as an admission that heretofore you have been messing around, which is what I've been saying and any thinking person has known since the very beginning. Oh, it's very interesting. Zach Klein, why are you doing this now, Zach Klein? Zach Klein says because he's heard from residents in the short north who are increasingly concerned about safety issues in their part of town. Hmm. I guess he's never heard from anybody in Franklinton. He never heard from anybody in the hilltop. He never heard from anybody in the Near East Side. He's never heard from anybody in other parts of the city where violence, like what has happened in the short north for the duration of the last two weekends, He's never heard from those people, so he has not stepped up his enforcement in those areas. Here's some numbers for you. According to the Short North Crime Interdiction Program, which is a partnership with Columbus Police, they have had, in 2022, the last year stats are available, 712 criminal incidents in the Short North. 712. How many of them do you think were considered extreme or violent that brought the mayor, the chief of police, the law director, new policies, new cameras, new lights, more cops on the street, the rejection of all personal leave time for cops that got city council and another local initiative to donate a half a million dollars to safety initiatives? How many of those 712 criminal incidents recorded in the last calendar year, do you think were extreme or violent to get all that action from the city? How many? Got a number in mind? Of the 712, how many were extremely violent? 36. 36. I'm not going to even attempt to do that math in my head. So let's do it here on the old telephone. 36 divided by 712 is 5%. 5%. You think the rate of violent incidents in Franklinton, the Hilltop, Linden, the Near East Side, you think of all the calls to police, you think 5%, only 5% are violent? I'm betting no on that. I'm betting a big fat no on that. Andy Ginther says he can't close businesses down, but If they don't close down at midnight, they will have, and I quote, his full and undivided attention of the city, county, and state law enforcement. Nice restaurants you have there. Be a shame if something happened to it. Be a shame if our liquor agents started coming in the door at 12.01 a.m. and started checking your liquor license, started checking IDs. That seems like a threat, Andy. The full and undivided attention of our city, county, and state law enforcement. Yeah, that's what he hates. He hates the full and undivided attention of people on his failings. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.